Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Vicki Gunvalson from the Royal Housewives of OC is currently being sued by an 82-year-old woman for alleged insurance fraud. Nene Leakes from the Royal Housewives of Atlanta opened up about her husband Greg's cancer recovery journey and that he has successfully finished his chemotherapy treatment. And the Real Housewives of New Jersey star Dolores Catania opens up to Life and Style magazine that she thinks Ramona Singer from the Real Housewives of New York is a rude nobody. <laughs> we will end the show discussing our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, Cara Berry. She's a co-host on the hilarious podcast, Realizing Stuff with Cara and Ryan, which is all about the Kardashian family. And she is here today to dish on all things Bravo. Welcome. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. This is so fun because I hear you guys like talk a little bit about Bravo on yeah. your show, and I'm like, give me more. I like, know. we I get a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to. It's like a constant thing for me now to like not talk about Vanderpump Rules. It's impossible to not talk about, it, especially that Ryan was was on, on it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Ryan. He told me, but I just I didn't know what to expect. I was like, oh, there's Seeing a boy. him and Lara on the screen, I was like, wait, Mom and Dad. my podcast family. <laughs> they don't even know me. <laughs> well, to get to know you a little bit better, I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. What is your favorite show on Bravo? It, it used to be Vanderpump Rules, and I'm, it's like a tight race, but I'm going to have to say all-time Real Housewives of New York. <sighs> I like when people agree with mine. I mean, you're right. That is the best show. <laughs> what is your least favorite show on Bravo? Oh, this came so easily to me. Don't be tardy. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't even think anybody watches that show, but it's it's definitively the worst show on, on TV, See, television, much less Bravo. I have some closeted fans, and I, too. I know they're out there have been in the closet <laughs> when it comes to that show. Like, if I do catch an episode, it's like... So bad it's good. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot, that it's, like, the secret thing, that, like, if it's on, you'll watch it, and you end up watching, like, the four episodes in a row that they play. And I yeah. get that. <laughs> I get it. But Kim's Olsey experiment is a demon, and she needs whatever happens to demons when you kill them. <laughs> so what is a Bravo star that you think should come back to a current franchise? I am going to say Caroline Manzo. And I think that might be controversial, but, and it kind of goes back to the Kim theory, is I think the housewives are hungriest when they get something taken away from them. Mm. So she had that Manzo with Children show, and then I think she's going to be ready to come back on. She wants a spotlight. She's not, like, too big in her britches like Kim was last season because she had the show and she had the security, and she was like, oh, I'm the housewife that has a spinoff. I think Caroline would be great. I think she wants to be on TV. I think she wants to be back, too. We reported a couple episodes back how she was, like, in talks with Bravo, and they gave her an offer, and she was like, don't offend me with that <laughs> fucking offer. Like, I bu- I helped build this show, whatever, whatever, right. whatever. And, I mean, I agree. Like, I think they also kind of offered her a friend of capacity rather than, mm. like, a full... What, what do they hold in Jersey? Like a piece of salami? Like in Nothing. The, like not a diamond? Right. Yeah, like like a, a broken contract. Yeah, uh, right. Some sort of like, like construction fraud. Yeah. An ugly McMansion. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, speaking of fraudulent people, yeah. let's just jump right into the news. So Dorit Kempsley from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills 
has been in <laughs> some hot water this season because she let her dog go up for adoption. So a little backstory. She adopted a pup from Lisa Vanderpump's Rescue Center, then later claimed that she had rehomed the pet <laughs> because he had bitten the husband and the kid. And then the person who supposedly took the dog <laughs> gave it to a kill shelter. The shelter then scanned the puppy for a microchip and found one that was attached to Vanderpump Dogs. So obviously this is the crux of the season of Beverly Hills right now. You work with dogs, so what is your opinion on the whole Lucy, Lucy, (sighs) Apple Juice? Despite the fact that this dog was named that like of yeah course, i mean that was the first the first strike against poor that was Lucy. the first thing of abuse ever got done to that dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're 100 percent right um so i think it's i mean we find out then they didn't really get into this on the show but like this is the second dog that yeah. dorit had taken from vanderpump dogs and so i think she probably felt like she I don't know, like, didn't want to be embarrassed by, like, bringing another dog back. I mean, to take it to a kill shelter is, like, really fucked up. Is it Dorit's fault? Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, it is. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but, um, yeah, and I think people aren't really focused enough on that. Yeah. Queen of my heart, Denise Richards, is Uh, the only one who's making sense. (laughs) Which is such a a plot twist. Like, Uh, I feel like her coming onto the show, I was like, oh, she's gonna be weird, not mm -hmm. the voice. She's gonna be like a diva. Yeah. But she's, like, coming in as, like, the voice of reason and, like, just a good woman. Just Just a strong Midwestern woman. Yeah, a good time girl. (laughs) Loves tequila. No shoes on and loves her (laughs) husband's big dick. And I get that. Love that for her. (laughs) (laughs) I totally get it. But, um, yeah, I, my theory is that, like, they got this story about Dorit dropping the dog off. And then Kyle, Lisa Vanderpump, Teddy, and even a little bit Lisa Renna were all like, oh, we're going to like try and play chess with this situation and like keep our hands clean, but try and throw Dorit under the bus at the same time. And I think that they were all playing different games, and now they don't know who exactly to be mad at. Yeah, I kind of think they all were like, let's all just be mad at Lisa Vanderpump, then behind the scenes, everybody's also like, but Dorit did a fuck up. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But then they're like being nice to her face, and she's like crying at the dinner, being like, I feel embarrassed to go to the park. It's like, girl, shut up. Exactly. So anyways, so Lucy Lucy Applejuice has a new owner. They've renamed the dog Lulu, which I appreciate. It's so this grade. this new owner's name is Zandria Thies, and has obviously now been speaking out to People Magazine and various press outlets. <laughs> She's 22, and her and her boyfriend Reed Thompson, who's 35, which uh, hey, Lucy Lucy going to another questionable right. home. <laughs> like, any 35 year old man who's like, let me date this girl who graduate, like who just got out of like biology 101, exactly. like four months ago, oh, like. God. You just, all bad but still got the tbr on her breath (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) so she said i'm happy to let everybody know that lulu is a perfect little angel but when we first got her she was extremely terrified of everything i don't know what happened to her behind closed doors or at least in the house where she was before i got her but all i know is that she was terrified about everything you have to train your puppy that biting is not okay and that's what we did this is my favorite part this is really astute Anytime she would play bite, we would say, no bite. And so, like, she doesn't bite. Right. <laughs> I Lucy love that training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love that training advice. Like, just tell the dog, like, don't bite. And, like, yeah. it won't. <laughs> she is, yeah, what a what a treat. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, good for good for Lulu. I mean, the dog's <laughs> gonna have some sort of trauma going from like house to house to house. Like, yeah. regardless of even if they were like treated beautifully, which I don't think that Dorit's family knows a thing about like dog training. I'm sure PK was in that poor dog's face. <sighs> she probably lets the dogs or lets her kids like try to ride the dog or something. You know, I nothing good happened in that home. No. <laughs> well, I'm glad Lulu is now in a happy home. God bless. Dorit. <laughs> Will she go for a third dog? <laughs> I, I think she should She should refrain at this point. Maybe get a, like a chinchilla or something. Just get a cat. So, Aren't yeah. those great animals? I don't do animals, but like... They're pretty good at, like, do-it-yourself, but again, like, you're going to have to train your children to not, like, get in the face. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, like, Phoenix yanking a little. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> little tail. <laughs> <laughs> well, staying in L.A., Vanderpump Rules Season 7 is sadly coming to an end. Uh, <sighs> I'm still dealing with it. Yeah. They recently just filmed the reunion last week. Jack said, quote, it was far <laughs> Jack said, by far, it was the worst reunion he's ever been a part of. <laughs> I've been a part of all seven seasons of this television show, and I've seen Housewives reunions and stuff. I've never seen a reunion go that crazy or heard of a reunion going that crazy in my life. I think that's a gross exaggeration. <laughs> I mean, Jax is, like, white-knuckling it through this season, <laughs> just, like, in attempt to be a, a normal human being who, like, pretends like he does good things on a regular basis like he's trying so hard to be a good person and it's not working his entire thing with we're like one like britney should not be drinking with an ulcer right like and her like justification being like i'm not drinking the mixers it's like the mixers aren't the, the point. issue yeah. you can drink a ginger ale but it's the whiskey that's also in it right like, that's the that's I mean, the problem i just love she's like you can't have any alcohol no spicy no citrus she's like okay well i'll have three tequilas with lime but just like <laughs> don't give me the straight salt. yeah <laughs> no like, salt okay <laughs> that poor girl so, i mean oh my god um that, that, she's being hoodwinked um, yeah <laughs> sherry's gotten a new face out of it though have you seen her oh my god her mother is looking ripe for the picking like those brows like it's just it's so bad it's wow you gotta stop at some point at some point let your face settle (laughs) see what happens and then go back (laughs) so Kristen Doty said that Jax and James Kennedy were in the most were the most intense I've ever seen them there was also a lot of physical contact between Billy Lee and a few castmates it is not what you think she says okay see that's I figured it was like a hug like they ended up making up and hugging like to say like it's not what you think it's like okay well she's not scratching people's eyeballs out (laughs) what was it well this is Billy Lee's first reunion so I'm wondering how that will pan out for her obviously no one on the cast wants her around they've all been Mm -hmm. going on people's podcasts and Stassi's own show shit talking her and them openly saying like oh like you just want to get in our group to be on the tv show you don't even care about us it's like well hello what do you think britney's (laughs) doing what do you think bo is doing let's be real bo is 40 years old working in casting and is like oh let me get on this very very successful tv show playing like (laughs) oh i didn't listen to this conversation between stassi and my mom out in the thing but like yeah i'm just gonna play it perfectly at the at the exact right time of like them saying the perfect <laughs> the most perfect thing about how much they love him i oh i see right through you Bo. I, yeah i, I really like do. was a big bowhead because he's hot he's cute and that's generally all i really need for first impression you sure 
on TV at least. Sure. But then as things have kind of been coming out, you know, he was in that Lighthouse music video, like the star of it. Right. He won like a Nickelodeon Teen Choice Award. Like well, Ryan, he was, like, like friends, friends with him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They, they like go back to, because like Ryan teaches coach or acting. So like, I think they know each other from like back in the day. Oh, my God. Um. So yeah, they, I mean, he has said that, you know, Bo's not for everybody, and he's an intense person. And I think my theory is that, like, any man who is single after the age of 30 in big cities like New York and L.A., like, they're cursed. Like, if you are if you haven't been divorced, like, there's something wrong with you. If you haven't been divorced, yes. there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I am a firm believer in that in my, my dating experience, but... There's something there's something going on with Bo. Like he's not that all in on Sassy. Well, I'm also you know, I like a guy who can get a little sensitive, but I feel like I've been seeing him cry a lot. Like yeah. over like things that like maybe just you shouldn't have to cry about. Like, I don't know. Like when they were in the bed in Mexico mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm a battered boyfriend <laughs> It's like stand up for yourself then. It's like solid gold to you. Like <laughs> Get the fuck. He's like a Nicholas Sparks. Yeah, here you are character. on a free trip to Mexico because you're riding the coattails of your work girlfriend. Right. And he gets invited, but Carter doesn't get Carter to go. Doesn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I and mean, he's doing testimonials and he's going in. Yeah. Carter has always been on the back burner. And, like, obviously, yeah, he's boring as hell. So, like, yeah. I don't even want to see him doing, like. I heard he's, like, <laughs> purposely not being invited to these things. Carter. Mm. Yeah. Just the talk of, like, I don't know why some boyfriends get invited and others don't. Like, he hasn't been invited to a couple trips. But <laughs> what are we talking? Okay, so I, I I don't know if we're going to get what we want. Did you like the season as a whole? Well, thus far, I do think it's the most staged. Mm-hmm. But I think we're getting to a point where, like, yeah, they're all, like, in their 30s or late 30s. So, yeah, of course they're, like, settling down and, like, not getting as crazy and not drinking as much and, like, not – like, everybody's not always cheating on each other. Yeah. Which, like, was the first, like, you know, five seasons of the show. Right. I still think it's good, but I feel like they're really withholding a lot of information. Like, yeah. I I want to see, like, Lala actually living. Like, right. I want to see, like, what actually is happening in her life. I want to see when Stasi got the book deal. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see actual major moments of these people's lives rather than, like, a, like wa- Schwartzy and Stasi going to, like, a waxing parlor exactly. and her getting her vagina glitter. It, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, even that, like, what is that? Like, What is it? What is it? I think that they're becoming too buddy-buddy with production. Totally. And I, I talked about this. And I think that the problem is not them. I think it's that, like, production is hiding the good stuff because they don't want to, like, mess up their relationships with them. So, totally. like, get new production who, like, don't have any skin in the game, as Dorinda would say. And, you know, like, let's let's have fun. Let's see what happens. Like, I don't need this, like, FOMO commercial. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that was funny. But, like, you know, they, like, gave the idea to Sandoval and he was like, dude, yeah. amazing <laughs> idea. Like, let's get in the studio and film that. Like, right. Oh, my God. That being said, I'm extremely attracted <laughs> to Tom Sandoval. <laughs> See, I, like, am not. I think he's a little too, like, much of a pretty boy for my kind of vibe. Yeah, I mean, I would never, like, date him, but I, I've heard that he's incredibly hot in person. Like, not in the way that you would think. And I just feel like he's very excitable. Like, I feel like he wants to do well in the bedroom. 
Like, Jax does yeah. not. No, no, no. It's ve- it's, yeah. I mean, Jax is a selfish lover. Tom Sandoval will be like, I will go down on you for three and a half yeah. hours if that's needed. And he would love it. And then, like, he, like, doesn't even, like, get off. And he's like, I'm fine with that. Exactly. Good night. Schwartz is like a tadpole down <laughs> there. I mean, let's, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. Well, I, you know, I think Schwartz has a very hard penis for everybody except for Katie. He clearly wants to be pegged. Or yeah. he wants it in the butt. Like, you saw, like, sh- the, the two of them get wasted drunk, and she just starts, like, pretending to do him from behind. I'm like, he's probably like, I wish that were Tom. Yeah. And we were naked. <laughs> well, I've heard things. I mean, I feel like that's about, that's bound to come out, or in, like, six years, it's going to be like, well, we're both, uh, I'm divorced, and me and Ariana are over, and hey, Tom Tom is actually. make it happen, yeah. I mean, Lisa Vanderpump literally framed a photo of the two of them kissing <laughs> in their restaurant. <laughs> right. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, there's no more pure love on the show than, like, Sandoval and Schwartz. Like, you can tell that he really loves Sandoval, like, so much. But it's so cute. Like, when, like, Tom Sandoval gave Schwartzy, like, the, like, the motorcycle, and he's like, I love gloves! Yeah. I love whatever. <laughs> I don't even remember, Just, but... Uh, I was yeah, like, helmet. Oh, like... I love helmets! <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen a more pure moment between him and Katie? Like, never. No. He's like, I hate the sound of your voice. Like, what? They're horrible to each other. That's like, that'll never change. No. (laughs) I don't know what they think is like, when it's going to get better. They're like, let's have a kid to fix this. Can you believe that? He was like, I want to inject you with love. Like, let's have babies, Bubba. No. Ew. Oh, my God. Like, your wife is already in the fetal position. You don't need to, like, bring <laughs> a fetus right. in here. Oh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Moving on to other California news, Vicky Gumbelson, who is the OG from the OC, is currently being sued by an 82-year-old woman who claims the reality star committed fraud when she lied to her over 20 years ago. So, little backstory. This woman named Joan is suing Vicky and her company, Kodo Insurance. So she's accusing her of fraud, a breach of fiduciary duty, negligence, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and, be- and breach of contract. So in 1996, which, like, let, I was three years old, <laughs> this woman and her husband purchase a policy of long-term care insurance, which basically says if one spouse passes away, all the future medical premiums will be covered on the policy. So... The husband of this woman died back in 2017, and she's been trying to exercise this policy, only to be denied by all the insurance companies and continue to be charged for the policy premiums. Mm. So she was saying that Vicky, throughout the past 20 years, has had ever-increasing premiums for this policy, and now the fact that she's being denied of this benefit, which was what the policy was for, it's just pretty on brand for Don Wilson, I think. I think so, too. I you sent this and I was like, yeah, that sounds right. I mean, you don't get a Brooks in your life. Like, game recognized game with that one. <laughs> like, come on. She knew exactly what she was getting into with Brooks and yeah. the scamming. And she was part of it, too. And, you know, like, people in insurance, not usually, like, the most stand-up people, especially when it comes to, like, life insurance. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all that she is scammed I mean, I'm surprised this is, like, the only time I've heard about it. I know. You would think, like, it's a pretty major company. I think they have, like, a few offices. Like, you'd think that more scams would come out. But this is 20 years in the making. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Vicky was still, like, 
was she still in Illinois at this point, or was she like still? It was this oh, pre dawn. Yeah. Well, I mean, was... she may have been trying to make things work as a single mother, and like you know, <laughs> like, you gotta happen. do whatever you can <laughs> to make a buck. But then you think, like, remember last season, there was, like, that filing cabinet she had, and it was, like, Dawn's life insurance. Like, even when Dawn dies, she gets money. Like, she is shady boots. Like, I feel like she knows what she's doing. Yeah. (laughs) Big time. Yeah, I wonder if she's got one on Brooke to, like, every man that she's ever been with. Oh, totally. Well, she said she had, like, an Excel spreadsheet of all of the things that she bought Brooks. It's like, oh, what kind of real love is that where you're, like, making a spreadsheet on the side? Right. Like, dinner tonight, like, $117.42. Yeah. Like, years. Oh, like, a thousand. I mean, it was a good investment, though, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if she's going to, like, have this, like... Because he was somewhat good-looking. I mean, he was, like, you know, very... Where is he from? Mississippi or Alabama or something like that? Yeah, he looked very much the part of it. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. (laughs) After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravo hh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravo hh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. <laughs> this will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravo hh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that like straight off the golf course Mm kind of guy like let's drink a whiskey and you know go to you know be a he's probably a parrot head you know (laughs) let's go to florida and have a great time and he definitely filled her love tank like he yeah is but like he he's definitely not a selfish lover but i feel like he can give it really well and yeah like i feel like he's... they don't call him girth brooks yeah for, for <laughs> <reasons. laughs> yeah i don't know like he was such a shady scam artist but i remember being like he could probably get it yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> probably oh, probably this should be interesting i mean i'm excited to see where this plays out yes uh, i mean vicky is never really has been in the press for anything like this, so I'm loving no. it. And usually the OC people, they kind of like skate by without any like major financial issues. Granted, like you know, Tamra is like dirt broke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's this called? It's bleeding money. That 
exercise place? What oh is it called? Oh, my God. Oh, Cut, Cut Fitness. Cut Fitness. There we go. Cut Fitness. <laughs> Every time I've like, ever heard anybody on like a podcast or something talk about it, they're like, it's always empty. empty. Yeah. It's like in the middle of like a office complex. Right. It's like, yeah, well. You would think an exercise place in the OC would do really well. Just because what else are these women doing? But it's them. Like, I, I wouldn't, like, I'm not drawn to go to their gym. Stuff, yeah. The OC, I think, is, like, one of the only franchises where I'm, like, I don't want anything that they're selling. I don't want any Gretchen Christine Boutte. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I never, yeah, I don't want to base my lifestyle off of them. Like, nothing Heather Dubrow. Remember when she had the champenois? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coco Champenois. Like, um, you can't yeah, even name it champagne. I don't want any cuffs by Lynn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Eddie and Tamara are now shilling CBD products. Right. <laughs> now, see, I feel like that might be something that they know a thing or two about. If only through uh, her son. Oh, God. That guy. Yeah. He will always give me nightmares. He's disgusting he's so fugly and i actually was seeing on some thread the other day where someone was like he actually kind of looks like eddie if you like take the picture far back i'm like eddie's hot like how far back yeah right like do i have to take my glasses off and like squint and i'm like oh like it looks like two men (laughs) yeah that's where no that's where it ends God, this is so funny. <laughs> well, moving coasts, Dolores Catania from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I think this was her second season she just did, or maybe her third. Third, I think. She's still yeah. kind of a newbie, yeah. but she was recently talking with Life and Style magazine to promote her new partnership with Formaggio Joe Cheese. <laughs> You know you're a Jersey housewife when you're getting, like, Formaggio cheese endorsements. <laughs> no, you know what? I think she's had this for a while because uh, Danny Pellegrino was talking about how she did one, like, sponsored ad on Instagram. It was like, that's going to be a hard time. Like, we're just burying my uncle. Anyway, nothing's better than this cheese. <laughs> like, it was, like, the worst, the worst, like through line of like death and and parmesan that i've ever heard in my life <laughs> death like, and parmesan. <laughs> um, oh but my i God. i really like dolores and i like her better without siggy i think oh, yeah. i mean it was hard to watch her ride for siggy when siggy is like on the floor being like look what you did right. to me <laughs> it's like oh my god girl you're going insane yeah having like an aneurysm over a cake <laughs> but like none of you guys were gonna eat that cake like let's be real ew it looks, ugh, I don't even I'm not a cake person <laughs> so Life and Style magazine asked Dolores what fellow Bravo celebrity she doesn't like and she just comes out and says Ramona Singer she said quote Ramona's mean to people she's rude she acts like she doesn't know anybody, even if she knows them. Listen, I meet a lot of people. I don't always remember who I've met when they come up to me. <laughs> if someone has to take a picture, you fucking take a picture because this is your fucking job. And without those people, you don't have a job or money. You're a nobody, a nothing. Love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> when Dolores goes in on people, it's like a beautiful thing to behold. Going Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. She, um... I've heard that about Ramona a lot, that she, like, acts like she doesn't know people. With Barbara, this is she's like, I've I've known Ramona for 15 years, and she still pretends she doesn't know me. (laughs) It's like, um, yeah, I mean, Ramona has to be, like, so rude, and I think she's probably one of those people, like, if I don't have time for you, or if you don't have anything to, like, if I don't have anything to benefit from, like, associating with you, like, why bother? But I wonder if this happened at um, Andy's uh, baby shower. Very interesting. That, that's huh. what, because I could see them 
Ramona being like, oh, I don't need these, like, new housewives. Like, I'm such an OG. Like, I just can't even be bothered. Well, I know Lisa Rinna from Beverly Hills made a similar comment where someone was like, oh, my God, like, all these girls. And she's like, I don't know half the women here. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) you're all getting the same checks, honey. Right? (laughs) And also, like, Potomac is bringing so much better drama and realness than Beverly Hills has in the past, like, ten years. Thank you. Like, hello. Potomac is, like, a hidden gem. Like, if you guys don't watch it, it is so good. It is some of the funniest television. Karen Huber. Karen Huber. With the wig at that barbecue last year. Oh, my God. It'll never not be. I could watch it on a loop for the rest of my life. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. And she's, like, pushing it to the side. And all the girls are laughing at her. But it's, like, lighthearted in that sense. Like, if, you know, if anybody else's wig on Atlanta fell off in the middle of a scene, like, it would be, like, earth-shattering. Like, NeNe would, you know... Pulanini, yeah, and, like exactly. freak the fuck out. Oh my gosh, I yeah, I I'm all about this. I <laughs> you're a nobody, a nothing. <laughs> I'm all about this. Yeah, I'm sure she's right. I'm on of Team course. Campania yeah, all day long. So it's actually also interesting because Melissa Gorga just had her 40th birthday party uh, in late March, and Dolores was there, and so was Ramona. Oh. So I'm also wondering if that has something to do with it, or maybe she oh, maybe showed up at the yeah. Gorga, which also. Don't show up on Jersey territory being a bitch to the Jersey cast members. Like, hello, this is their shooting day, not yours or mine. Exactly. Especially if you're going to, like, do the clearance (laughs) to get on the show, you know? It's like, if if you want your face to be on there, then, yeah. (laughs) Ramona does not seem like a Jersey girl to me. Like, I feel like... Dorinda would do like super well. well she's friends with Marge. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> the two have cut from the same cloth, I think. There you go. Ramona seems like a nightmare. <laughs> I'm s- very sad that I've never seen her. I once was getting my nails done on the Upper East Side, and she walked past me as I, my nails were drying, and I was like, God damn it, Holly. It was like 10 more minutes. I right. my nails. <laughs> damn it. I'm going to run after her. Oh. Have you <laughs> run into any other ones? I have seen Bethany and Jason because oh. my cousins go to the same school as her daughter. Gotcha. So I've seen her around, which is <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And then I've seen Kristen Takeman because yeah. her kids also go to the same school. And my cousin went to her kid's birthday party at the American Girl Doll Shop. Oh, okay. And that was amazing because it was right before the second Women's March after Trump was elected. Okay. So I was, like, in my pussy pink hat yeah. and, like, having a sign. Like, I look like a beatnik. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> like we're, like, dropping my little cousin off to this, like, bougie little birthday party. <laughs> like, me and my aunt with our signs. I we're love like, that. we're going to the protest. We'll be back after to pick up Grace. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other ones. I've never seen Dorinda or Carol. I have seen Dorinda. It, she was in the Regency. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> on brand. So on brand. And I just, like, I just walked back. I'm like, I'm not going in the Regency. But John was on the corner. And, like, we kind of, like, exchanged pleasantries. And I was like, oh, you're, like, totally smoking a joint on the corner. Was he? <laughs> I was like, Love that. I, this is, this is gold. But I've seen Heather a couple times. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Heather. Um, And I've seen Jacques. Ooh. I used to run into Jacques all the time. Um, he's hot. I wish they'd get back together. He's cute. I saw last time I saw him, he was with a lady. Ugh. I don't know if it was romantic or not. Well, I think she cheated on him. Yeah, I feel like Jacques was like her one great love. 
Right? Like, the count, like, was just a count. So, like, yeah. if a count was into me, I'm like, drop everything. We're getting married. Right. Like, so I'm at a townhouse, and of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm just loving this. Hell yeah, Dolores. <laughs> it is just too funny. I was cracking up when I started seeing this in the headlines. Like, Dolores slamming Ramona. I'm like, <laughs> truly Christmas came early for me. <laughs> uh. Moving on to happy news, Nene Leakes from the Real Housewives of Atlanta opened up on Instagram that her husband, Greg, who was diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer last May, has finally completed his six months of chemotherapy. She shared a video saying, it's been a long emotional ride for our entire family. I'm so happy for you and the strength you showed during this difficult time in your life. So I'm just happy that. Love that. Things are hopefully, like, maybe in the clear a little bit with yeah, this. Yeah. Everything with Greg this season was like, oh. Like, I hate to see it. Like, we're so, we like, we love the husband. Like, I love Bobby. I know. R.I.P. to Bobby. And I just, I love Greg just as much as I love Bobby. And it's just, like, so sad to see him, like, so thin in the beginning of the season. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm just so happy that he's doing better. And I think, I think people weren't really thinking about, like, why Nene was, like, has been so awful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's sick. But I think the other dynamic is that, like, he's the caretaker, and, like, now that she had to, like, take care of him and herself, like, I think she just didn't know how to deal with it. Like, I think it was too much for her. Understandable. And, you know, sometimes it's harder to be a caretaker than, like, to kind of be the sick one. Because you're the one who has to see it all the time. And also, you know, she's on a major TV show. She's Mm -hmm. Nene Leakes, so it's not like she's some, you know... Cynthia, like where it's right. like she's like the housewife of Atlanta. Yeah, she has swag and swag delicious. Right. <laughs> Burgeoning businesswoman, huge, huge um. businesswoman. You know, so she's busy. So then, she's like on busy. top of all of that, and you I know, think he was taking care of all those like little things that like so she could just be Nene. Yeah, and yeah, I think it was like probably just way too overwhelming for her to like have to take care of all that stuff and him and he's sick and he's not in a good mood because he's sick. Like, people don't really think about that, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just, like, I don't feel well. I have cancer. It's, like, it messes with you mentally. And it's, like, it makes you a completely different person. And you probably are very irritable because, like, you don't want to be sick. Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, men in general are so stubborn. Yeah. And they don't want to feel like they're being – they're weak. Right. You know, and to have – like you know to clearly be losing weight and to clearly be struggling Mm -hmm. like that is just difficult for anybody but especially the fragile male ego yeah for (laughs) sure for sure so yeah i I, yeah i just i i hope that they can stick it out for with each other because i really like them together yeah i do too i don't know i think he's kind of ride or die for her yeah well, speaking of people who aren't ride or die, <laughs> Phaedra Parks, who used to be on Atlanta and yes. no longer is, but I think is angling to get back on. Let's I be think so, real. for sure. So her ex-husband, Apollo Nida, was supposed to be released from prison in 2020, but he actually ended up accepting into this program for nonviolent offenders, and his new release date will be October 15th, 2019. Crazy. So that is really, really soon. How How often do you think that Mr. President and the other boy. Has <laughs> Mr. President. I don't think she has ever taken them yeah. to see him. Let's be real. Because he's in Fort Dix, which is, I think, in Pennsylvania, where Something Joe like Judice that. was. Yeah. So I can't really see her, like, getting on a plane Going like to go see there. their felon father. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know? I... Uh, 
I mean, good for him. Like, I feel like I've got like a minor in criminal justice because I watch a lot of Love After Lockup and like <laughs> things like that. But yeah, I, I think good, good for him. I don't know what he's gonna do with his life, but good for him. <laughs> well, supposedly, so he got married when he was in prison. I believe it was some sort of yeah, like letter writing situation yeah. that led to a marriage. Which, like, if only it were that easy. If only. I just need to marry a felon, I think. <laughs> That's my angle. Uh, so he is married to, oh, oh uh, he's engaged to Sherian, okay. which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but she was posting on Instagram the other day a picture of a cup of tea saying, y'all ready for some tea, question mark, question mark. Oh, gosh. And now the blogs are all saying that she potentially could be joining Atlanta. Which gives She's me only going to be <laughs> on the show if Phaedra is also on the exactly. show. Because what's the point? But the thing is, Bravo has been pushing the Phaedra narrative. They've been posting articles about her on, like, bravotv.com. Right. They obviously op- welcomed her with open arms to Andy's baby shower, which yeah. is crazy. Like, yeah. other Bravo celebrities, like, none of the Vanderpump Rules people were at his party, but Phaedra was. Right. Granted, like, she's a mother and a housewife. It's different. But, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean... And I, I think it's going to be good because we're hearing that, like, Nini has made enemies of, like, most of the cast. So <laughs> yeah. I think he, she's going to need to have somebody like Phaedra in her corner. So I think if she comes on, great. But, like, Phaedra's got to have to know that this other chick is going to be on the show and that's going to be a problem. See, that is what may, would make me excited to watch Atlanta again. Yeah, you're so right. So this actually leads perfectly into my favorite moment on Bravo this week, which came out of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And we saw that it was a season finale. We saw that Portia and Dennis had their gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. And not only was the party so... Uh, oh, anemic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor thing. She tried so hard and she like comes and she's like, it's not right. I love it. Like Dennis is like going around like yelling at people being like, fix it. He's like, when is the fire? He's like, when is the fire breather coming? He's like, four, four. He's like, get him now. Like, like it's going to matter. Yeah. Right? Like that really matters to your unborn child. Uh, but my favorite part of the whole thing was... The final announcement with the confetti cannons and the fact that Portia, for some reason, was given a blue blue cannon and everybody else was given a pink one. So she is truly so confused during the entire announcement because she just doesn't know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they gave her a special one just for her. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Gosh. I mean, it was probably from that flop event. Yeah, well, I mean that guy. <laughs> he was like twiddling his thumbs. Like it's like people are here, right? Like, <laughs> but you know what, Tanya? Everybody has been hating on Tanya. I really like her, and she was being so nice to Portia when it was all happening. She was like, "You look beautiful. The yeah. party's so fun. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we are having the best time." Like, I'm like, you know what? Sometimes, like when you're crying at your own gender reveal you party, need a Canadian to yeah, lift you up. Exactly. Yeah. You need like a nice lady who's like, "We are having the best time. Like, don't worry." Like we're so happy. Right. Like, you know, no, she was being she was being that. very helpful. <laughs> yeah, that was such a great moment. I was very happy for Portia. Me too. I feel like she's really like getting what she wants. like what yeah. she has always wanted. I don't trust Dennis. I don't trust. But him. I'm happy for her. Well, I was reading some blind items saying he's doing like shady. I don't like talking about blind items on this show because I think spreading his hot dog around the yeah. city. Oh God! And spreading that mustard. <laughs> All over. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Oh, my gosh. Well, Carol, what was your favorite moment that aired on Bravo this my week? My favorite moment was, like, the final moments of Real Housewives of New York in which... 
<laughs> so we have one on this complete diatribe over getting the quote unquote fish room, which I do not think costs $500,000 to decorate, as Dorinda said. Like, it's what a half a were those dollars. fishes? Like, right. what were they that they were that much money? Were they each 100 grand? Because that's the only way it would make sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it, it is an ugly room, but it's also incredibly rude to be like, I don't want to stay there. I don't want to be at, then go stay in the hotel that Bethany was going to stay in. Also, you're literally just putting your head down at night and waking up in that room. Right. You're not hanging out. You're not moving in. Right. It was so insane. And the fact that Tinsley, Tinsley, I said it like Ramona. (laughs) Tinsley. Tinsley. Um, The fact that Tinsley was like, I'll fucking sleep in the room. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, it's a fish on the wall. It's not. They're not alive. Like, it doesn't smell. Honestly, none of those rooms were that much better. I mean, the the fish room was ugly. But it wasn't, like, enough to complain about. room was kind of ugly, too. Yeah. I I just saw it went through pictures of, I guess, when she listed the house in, like, 2011. And it still looks a lot the same. Um, But, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine what was so great about Hannah's room. I love that Bethany like went above and beyond to be like, "Hey, I'm coming a day late, but you. please make sure that no one's in <laughs> Hannah's room. It's my room. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm staying in a hotel." <laughs> and she, yeah, she really hustled that. But yeah, I mean, every once in a while, like the Countess comes out, and it's like <sighs> she's so insufferable. She is my favorite housewife, hands down. Yeah, like of all time because she's just the perfect breed of delusion and old money mm-hmm. and not even old money like just I don't know like this glamour like she is like very glamorous to me like I think she has she exudes a certain like confidence mm-hmm. and wealth that I like in these housewives however this season she is coming on a little holier than thou where it's like shut the fuck up right. like, you're making it hard to defend you right. so much. and it's like, like you don't want to be like oh here's sober Luann but like it's it's that when you come out of something and you're like hard, hard, hard about it, it's it can be jarring for other people, especially like they're not trying to stay sober. Well, that's I think <laughs> the main crux of it all. Where Dorinda is like, oh, "Okay, what are you happy, healthy? Right. Like, oh, you're all these things because you're sober now. Like, fuck, like right. that. I'm gonna drink a, a gallon of rose just right. to prove I can be happy. <laughs> like, and drink. It's like, girl, yeah, you're you're fighting the wrong battle. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I. That was so unbelievably rude. And I I could see Dorinda, like, being more and more embarrassed as they were going on about it. It's so uncomfortable. So good. Well, thank you so much for coming thank you on. Thank for having me. Where can people find you and listen to your show? You can listen to Realizing Stuff with Karen Ryan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, other apps um will be out we just relaunched so <laughs> we'll be on more platforms soon um you can follow us on instagram at realizing stuff podcast or on twitter at realizing underscore stuff if you want to hear me be an asshole you can follow me on twitter at kara b tweets <laughs> yay well thank you again for coming on i really appreciate it my pleasure <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities.